What's up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Just the Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, and Uncle Cuz bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, dirt sheets and their place in wrestling. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, or watch our YouTube videos on our wrestling channel. Can you be a doll on social media and give us a follow on Instagram at OWB2019? Or on Facebook at Our Damn. Wrestling Podcast. If you talk over the OWP line of where they can go to follow, they can't follow. You just got to keep cursing them out. Speaking Damn of cursing out, though, <laughs> um, just have to say. Well done, Dave. You know, speaking of dirt sheets, I just got to tell the story real quick we were talking about before we came on. But uh, I'm, I'm that guy where Jess says, if you don't like it, Dave, just stop following him. I'm like, yeah, I'll just stop social media altogether. That's fine with me. You guys can handle that shit. But we went to Long Beach and... Uh, we're watching a nice little event, event, little event event there. Watching some New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wrestling, and we walk down the aisleway, and uh, they're like, "Look, it's Dave Meltzer over there," and I'm like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> and I just waited for the crowd to get super quiet, like right, right when a match was getting started, getting underway, and we were just waiting for the big move to happen. And I just tried to look at him dead in the eye from across the ring, where he's there with a stupid little laptop, and I said, "Hey, fuck you, Meltzer!" And I got, I, I almost, got, I almost got killed. I'm pretty sure there's so many marks. At a New Japan event, yep. that uh, did he yeah. look at you? Did he? Did oh, he he definitely looked over. Users. I don't know if he knew it was me, he but goes, he, absolutely. He's all. He's all he's like, I know that. I, I know that guy. Who's the one that um, got paid to come here? He, he just rolled Dave up like right there. I was like, damn, Dave Meltzer's. <laughs> well, because you gotta watch Dave. out. Dave, Dave Meltzer's not Dave exactly. Versus Dave, I mean, no, and, yeah, Dave Meltzer's. I mean, he's not. He's not some fat guru. Well, the battle of the name. Like now, Dave can't call himself Dave anymore. Like in a public manner. Waits every single day. He probably could take me. I think he'd take me out. He's a big dude. I mean, so. so you know my opinion about the dirt sheets. I mean, just so yeah, right yeah. So I want to talk about dirt sheets, right? Dirt sheets have been around for a long, long time. Yeah, and um, and uh, there's an ongoing debate constantly, like inside the industry, outside the industry, of does it hurt? Does it help? Uh, you know, do are they harmless? Do are they harmful? Uh, you know. And uh, so real quick, I just wanted to go over like kind of like the four, uh, so I guess top ones. I mean, I know there's a bunch of them, but um. Uh, which is my problem with the dirt sheets is there's so many like B and C level fucking dirt sheets that all they do is cut, copy and paste off the main ones. And then the they try really to pass that off the as their yeah. yeah, or or the big the bigger loser ones uh, that just listen to like a Meltzer podcast or whatever. And then they make headlines out of what he says. In other words, right. you could be like, you know, uh, basically, you know, what happened to Tatanka this. And then the headline will be like Dave Meltzer says Tatanka, you know had the wrong size feet and that's why you know vince didn't push him you know it's like it's stupid like and it's just all dumb like is i always that, joke that, with cuz true jess i haven't heard that is that true i always joke with cuz like you know <laughs> we always talk about it like yeah if you want to if you want to get hits and fucking all this attention you just make up shit right mm-hmm. yeah. um which is funny because the people that really make stuff up aren't really the main dirt sheets it's the second and third tier ones that copy 100%, 100%. them they just make shit up like and so and then they say dave melter said and i'm like yeah you just listen to his podcast any of us can listen to a Conrad podcast or whatever, and every day on our Instagram be like, uh, Conrad Thompson says, you know, Luger failed because of this. And it's just a sentence he said in the podcast, taken out of context. That's, you know, I know I'm kind of jumping into it hard, but uh, so the Pro Wrestling Torch is a, is is one of the bigger ones. It's by Wade mm-hmm. Keller. It That was founded in 1987. That's when he started doing that. Wow. Uh, Pro Wrestling Observer, which is Dave Meltzer. Oh, oh. Dave Meltzer started printing the Pro Wrestling Observer as a newsletter in 1982. Uh, 
the wrestling wow. lariat was formed in night. Oh, sorry, uh, was formed in 1995, and then from that, they were a part of a site called OneWrestling.com when the internet became like a thing. And then that was Dave Shearer, and then Dave Shearer branched out on his own with Mike Johnson and started Pro Wrestling Insider, which is my personal favorite. If you want to call it, I like Pro Wrestling I like Mike Johnson a lot. Like he's like us. When you listen to him talk, I'm like he just loves fucking wrestling. Like he's really a good guy. And most people in the industry are like, oh, Mike Johnson's he's fucking cool. Like so he's where really do you, a good guy. Maybe you're going yeah. on to the bees. Where do you place Brian Alvarez in that? I thought he was kind of like working with. No, Brian Johnson. Alvarez is part. He works for Pro Wrestling Observer. He's basically yeah, okay. Dave Meltzer's partner, like right hand man. Uh, and then. Uh, the Pro Wrestling Dirt Sheet, or sorry, I say Dirt Sheet. The Pro Wrestling Sheet is what it's called. That's Ryan Satin. That's uh, Ryan yeah. Satin used to work for TMZ and kind of branched off and then started his own wrestling thing. Where else did he work, Cuz? You said it before we hit record. TMZ. Uh, he was with WWE and Fox Sports. He Fox was Sports. Doing, there we go. Uh, there we go. Segments. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he that's had why the official out of character podcast yeah, with. Yeah. And, and by the way, so they only call like the Dave Meltzer stuff and the Pro Wrestling Insider and the Wrestling Torch dirt sheets. They don't really refer to Satin or Sam. I, I'm not Sam. Uh, Sam, what's his face? I can't remember. Or what's Roberts, the other guy? The Sam guy Roberts, that does yeah, the. Uh, what's the What's the other guy that does the panel? Um, uh, the panel. Oh, the the New York DJ Rosenberg. No, no, he does the panel a lot too. He also does like a podcast for wrestling or whatever. Um, he's a younger guy. God damn it, I can't remember his name. I won't remember his name. But anyway, like, there's two different things. And when you see the pay per views, when you see the media scrums, right? You see AEW allows the third sheets in, where WWE allows the cleaner people like Sam and Ryan Satin and all them or whatever, like in there. So there's two different. Now there's two different factions in in the wrestling dirt sheet world, you know, which is that even in even in the A sheets, yeah, there's two different. And basically, factions. the ones that follow WWE or the WWE kind of like WWE basically says, if you want to keep coming back here, you will not say anything controversial, you will not say anything that's on the line, you will just ask like you Triple H. Talk, how do you, you feel? Talk Craig, about other, Craig said you it perfectly. Talk about other federations. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to talk about the success. Triple H. How it's do you feel about tonight's record you broke? You know? It's very cookie cutter, is what it is. Yes. Co- so and I think the cookie cutter dirt sheets that came from the Meltzers and stuff, and Meltzer being the longest one. Uh, so I just wanted to go around the table and just get your guys' thoughts in general on it, and we'll start talking about if we think it hurts or helps or whatever. Um, my initial thing is like, listen, I think it kind of pulls wrestling fans back. In other words, like when wrestling in North America went through its like first depression, which was like from like '92 to like '96, '97. I know NWO came in at the end of '96, like. There was a lot of wrestling fans that would have probably stopped watching because they were so sick of the cookie, the bubblegum WWE stuff. And into that sense, flat old people going to work for WCW when Bischoff was trying to, like, turn stuff around there. There was a lot of reasons why people shut off their television. And they did. And a lot of the wrestling audience from the 80s shut off their TV. It wasn't mainstream anymore. It wasn't, like, cool. The wrestling dirt sheets actually kind of kept the people alive and... And, you know, the hardcore is wanting something. So when ECW came around, they were hyping them. PW Insider is the one, uh, Mike Johnson and Dave Scherer, um, that started. Pro, they were going to actually stop watching American Pro Wrestling because they were just done with it. And then when ECW came along, they lived on the East Coast. So they would go watch shows and it saved them. 
and they said, were just, you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking of starting my own newsletter anyway. My goal was to do a bi-weekly thing, you know, every other week, maybe every three weeks, uh, whenever ECW ran a big show and cover, you know, the news and have some opinion pieces in there. And me being me, once it started, it just – I had so much to say that, you know, I think we did every other week for maybe two months and then it was every week. And uh, then it was like, well, if, if I'm writing about ECW, I have to get the WWF news. I have to get the WCW news. Uh, you know, I I already have the other stuff covered, and and it just kind of it kind of uh, took off from there. And you know, we we did a lot of of grassroots style marketing in that I would print up flyers or free issues, and I would hand them out at shows. You know, WWF was not big on that, but uh, Paul Heyman and Todd Gordon they were great about letting me do it at ECW shows. And Dennis Carluzzo and 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 the other indies in this area they they let us do it no problem and i you know you offered you know five issues for five dollars as a starter rate they didn't like come that. along and they started writing about it and they would also put they would really focus on ecw in their dirt sheets and dave melter's more of a japan guy versus pw insider was an ecw like kind of site and then they sort of spawned from there so i think that i could i don't know how it really hurts wrestling think that if you hear something on a dirt sheet and you don't watch something because of it i don't know how to say this without being rude you're not intelligent. Like, there's a lot of things that I might hear some bad things about or whatever, but I'm going to go watch it, whether it's a horror movie or a comedy or whatever. I'm going to go watch it for myself if I have the means to. If it's free, I'll go watch it or whatever. There might be something that I see in a movie theater and I'm just like, I'll know when I watch the previews. We all see something that we see uh, that movie looks like shit and we won't go see it in the movie theater. But then when it's streaming or it's able to rent, we'll pay $3.99 or $2.99 to rent it. And then we're like, hey, it was okay. I'm glad I didn't see it in a theater, but it wasn't as bad as like a bunch of people said it was. Like, how many times have you watched a movie where you had heard before that it was so awful and then you watch it? You're like, I mean, I wouldn't have paid $10 or whatever, $12 or how much a theater ticket is now. I'm glad I watched it. It was fine. It was fine for what it was. And I think that's what, like, if you allow the dirt sheets to tell you what not to watch, you're not, you don't really like the product in general. Like, you're not a wrestling fan or you're not, like, you just, if you're a wrestling fan, no one's stopping you. Go watch everything. And then if you don't like it, I'm not watching it anymore. Like, that's, to me, it's easy. It's an easy choice. That's why, that's why I kind of think why it's, it's, it's a, it's a, sometimes it's a big nothing burger. It's, it's, it's moot. It's not. If if it shouldn't if it shouldn't sway your opinion, then why is it even there? In other words, um, if Meltzer shits on something, you're gonna ask yourself, if he didn't bring it up, would I have ever heard about that? The answer's probably no. He did bring it up in a negative light, and he did say this feels not very good. But I'd be like, Oh, I didn't know Billy Corgan owned the NWA. Oh, I didn't know that this promotion was doing shows. I had no idea. There's a lot of things you could actually hear when you hear a negative comment, but if you don't process it as negative and you go, fuck, I didn't know that Chris Masters still wrestled or whatever, like, you know, or I didn't know that, uh, you know, know um, EC3 became the NWA. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so, like, you might hear that pay-per-view sucked. I, I, I hear, wow, I didn't know the EC3 was still wrestling. Let me go check it out. Like, that's what I think as a wrestling fan, because I like wrestling. I love wrestling. And I think that most people, I don't, from my opinion, and I want you guys to go, I don't feel it's possible for it to be negative to me. I think that there's information in everything that you hear in life, whether it's whether it's portrayed to you as positive or negative, and you're, I should just hear the things that I want to hear and go, oh, oh, fuck. This master's still wrestling. Awesome. Like, I didn't know Tyrus was over there. Okay, cool. You know, and you just go and figure it out for yourself. Like, <laughs> No one's ever said that. But maybe not. I, maybe not. But <laughs> that I last was, statement, sorry. I thought it was cool sorry. that he was over there for a while. But I mean, like, it's just, but again... 
You know what I mean? Like you, you didn't know, you wouldn't have known that. And then you would make the choice. Well, I don't care about tires anyway, so I won't go over there or me. I'd be like, oh, let me go check it out. Like, let me go see what's going on over there. You know? So that's, that's my hey, opinion. We'll get into dip, deep layers. Mr. Mr. Ken- Mr. Kennedy was over there. So hey, I didn't yeah, yeah. Uh, LA Knight was over there Yeah. in NWA. I wouldn't have known who Eli Drake was. Yeah. Unless he was NWA Hollywood. Oh, I, I, I see your point on that. Jess I, and I, and I've talked about it before. I'll just be brief on it, and you know, hand it over, hand the reins over to the uh, you know the experts below. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, I don't mind okay. the opinion pieces. I don't mind the star pieces. We were just talking I, about Craig for the record. Yeah. Oh my, that's not nice. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not because I didn't say that. I didn't say. That. Um, but I'll tell you, uh, I don't even mind the opinion stuff, even though um, a lot of them greatly favor AEW stuff and other items over WWE, which kind of doesn't make sense. Um, and I'm probably par- talking about more Meltzer and Alvarez than most. It does make I know, sense. I know because of Green. Well, it, it, well, it makes not sense just, because of their Meltzer, bias. Though. But I'm telling you, there's been there's been some matches that should have been five star based on <laughs> their ratings. It's just it's purely opinion, and that is their opinion. It's it's okay, I, and, and it's my opinion to disagree with a lot of their <laughs> ratings. What I I guess the part that I don't like is when they're trying to tell you that something is going to happen. And whether it does or doesn't, like I feel like you're spoiling it for me. I don't like that. And if it doesn't happen, then they lose credibility, even though it probably could have been true. And the problem with wrestling is that it could change, um, and it could change because it leaked. It could change because what if they what if they leaked a really good story, and because of the leak, we didn't get to see it. And I know that happens. I know they change stuff sometimes based on the dirt sheets leaking it out because part of it was supposed to be a surprise. And we're not surprised as much as we used to be. So that part really bothers me. And that's where I that's the one part that I disagree with that dirt sheets are are not good. Uh, but everything else I'm okay with. I'm okay with the opinions and rating the matches. I think that's cool stuff. We you know, pro wrestling you talk about pro wrestling insider, pro wrestling illustrator was really good at that too, rankings and stuff. We enjoy that. I I don't have any issues with those things. I really hate when they guess what's happened on Saturday. You know, LA Knight's going over and uh in Saudi. What if they said that and then it didn't happen? Like as an example, and they ruined it. I'm just so grateful that he's been exposed for the fraud that he is. It's just unfortunate it's taken this so long because he's done a lot of damage to the wrestling industry. People don't realize that. I had somebody ask me, why do you care so much? I don't get why people like you care. Well, that's because if you've never been in the industry, and I mean in it, I don't mean tangentially, peripherally, or I know a guy who works there. I'm talking about making your living especially at a more senior management level or as a talent. There's no way you can possibly know the kind of damage a guy like Meltzer can do by creating the nonsense narratives he does or criticizing people or body shaming people. Yeah, if, if you're not in that business, if you're not the one, you know, on the receiving end of it, yeah, of course, it seems like it's no big deal. Um, I don't like that. And I have a really serious problem with that. Um, because everything here is entertainment, and if you give away, if you bury, if you give away the lead, they'll bury it, and that's my biggest concern. Sorry, guys, go ahead. We'll stop. Yeah, because it's great. I love dirt sheets. Uh, <laughs> that's where I get all my my it's information so from. I mean, actually, I do. Hey, hey, cuz, you, you do. Many, hey, cuz, so, can I ask you something real quick before you continue? Said, how many huh? how many dirt sheets have you been blocked from on social media? <laughs> Mainly, None like, that matter. Yeah, well, Sean Sean Sapp, I guess. And uh, yeah. but yeah, he's just uh, he's a weirdo. All, Actually, all, all, it, all, the, all the ones with two thousand followers or less have definitely. But I got I got rid of my my Twitter account. 
Oh, Less good social for media you. is better. That's, Less social that's media health, is better. That, that's healthy. That's but healthy. uh, yeah, it, that's what's unfortunate. Like, like the when we talk shit like with Dave, about Dave Meltzer, like even when I text, like it's more of a running joke because we know Meltzer is just the main guy, and it's you know, yeah, we, we like we like we like making our fun jokes. My yeah, my my problem more is with like the uh, the the Sean Rock. I don't even know his stupid name. Sean Sapp, that's his name. Uh, there's Ringside News. They're they're like really immature about the way they handle the criticism. Like they'll not only will they block you, they'll actually direct message you and sound really immature and fucking and stupid. Start, and maybe even and so I think dumb. that settles on what I'm guys. saying too. Like to me, they're the B and C players, right? No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not they're putting all that, that onus on Dave Meltzer saying he's the A. 100%. I'm not no, saying that. Jo- but Dave Meltzer's the face, so we just joke about it. Like, right? Yeah, and, but I agree with Cuz. I I think like yeah, these these. Fucking ripoffs! All they do is listen to the pro wrestling insiders and the Dave Meltzers, and then they copy it, and then they put their own spin. And like Cuz says, they can't even handle it. Like they can't even, like they can't even say anything crazy. I'm just saying, oh bullshit, or you know bullshit. Like I'm not saying like I'm not like personally attacking these guys. I'm just giving like a well, not yet. Oh, that's bullshit. Not not until they, not until they. Yeah, that's like the third or fourth like back and forth like. But it's like like, yeah, you're a bitch. No, yeah. I, I Come did, and fight me. Come on. Here's my number. <laughs> yeah, here's yeah, here's my yeah, number. Why don't you call me directly? Fucking idiot. That guy's such an idiot. And he's known for being a drunk and he's gotten arrested. There, there's a mugshot of him from fucking drunk driving or whatever causing a scene. Would it be? Oh, well, if only you were, if only right, you were right blocked every, every time he talks back, you can just post that. Well, no, right and I know, I know Craig's how to go too, but yeah, also right keep in mind as we're talking about it, the line of like what this became you know dave Meltzer. you should just print it, it was a newsletter that he yeah, mailed out yeah. right and then as the yeah. internet got bigger and bigger and bigger the dirt sheets did become a little bit more of a thing but did they because dave made a good point dave's like i mean i don't let it like interrupt me that much but when the people inside the industry react to it even if they say dave Meltzer's a liar and he makes stuff up that gives dave Meltzer so much fucking publicity it does. and they don't know like every time that eric bischoff Puts at Dave Meltzer or Wrestling Observer, whatever. It fucking gives him credibility. Yeah, Same thing is. with the uh, fucking Seth Rollins, which is why I get annoyed at Seth. I'm like, shut up! Like, don't talk about them anymore if you don't like them. I'm gonna, but I'm, because he, Seth is so popular that people are gonna be like, who are you talking about? Ah, Dave Meltzer. Okay, Dave Meltzer, and then yes. everybody goes and looks at him. It don't give him. You just are, don't look. You are so. You are so. <laughs> you are so sitting there, Craig, Meltzer, because Craig. Baby. Craig, what does all that mean? We t- you talk about it all the time. It's uh, clicks. It's, it's so it's, yeah, yeah, man. It's it's that's all it is. I think it's good to to think of it as two different levels, right? Like, um, it's no different than and every sport needs it, right? So it's no different when it's done right than AM sports radio. Like, who? How many sports radio shows are out there the next day on Monday morning after the game, and you're just bitching about? Your team, the Jets, the um, the Raiders, the Bills, whatever, on your local sports radio, and these I'm NFL these NFL insiders are uh, hitting the phones and working the phones and trying to like share news and break news, and it, it's it's kind of de facto journalism in some way. And yeah. when it's done right, it, like it, Meltzer's it, it, a legit it's journalist, jock, right? right, Craig, shock jock. Yes. So endurance yeah. Meltzer has been a he is a journalist because he does spend a lot of time He's working the phones or he has in 40 years people calling sure. him from both federations and leaking news uh, deliberately sometimes and otherwise breaking news. So that kind of stuff at that level and also the bread and butter of creating newsletters and he spent 40 years and he puts 
I don't know, for 30 hours a week and created a newsletter. And back in the day, you'd get still like still types a, out thousands of words every week. Yeah. And you back in the day in the 90s, you just you would get like the printout newsletter um, yeah. also. So and then it kind of morphed and then you've got websites and now it's kind of morphed into any jackhole. I think a lot off. of that to your point, Craig, is like I got disinterested in the mid-90s because it was bad. Wrestling was bad. Like, in, like, 94. I mean, there was bright spots like Owen versus Brett. I'm not suggesting everything was bad. But a lot of it was really bad in, like, 94 and 95. It was really bad. And it was flat. A lot of us took to the rumors and stuff because that was what we hung on. We hung on to pro wrestling because of that. I'm not saying yeah. it was healthy. I'm just saying that that's what we did. So No, it's good. The, the back... any. Backstage stuff, info that you knew that you could prove or talk about was always good. That's the most In other interesting words, part of wrestling is the back. something that you liked as a kid into an adult, you have to have a reason. And we started getting, Craig and I specifically, would start, and, and Joe to a certain extent too, we would start getting interested in the backstage stuff. It kept us interested as 20-year-olds versus, you know, when we were fucking 14, a lot of things could interest us in wrestling, you know, bright characters, whatever, you know, fucking Hulk Hogan. I was his fucking biggest fan, you know, but like when you get in your adulthood, it's like you have like a, you have a fine line. We had a choice to make. Do we just leave this behind and say, I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid or do we keep going? We found something, and it was the dirt sheets, unfortunately, slash fortunately, that kept us well, in it. Was it was different like, back then. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was. It was. available and, like, instant. Like, where now, that probably wouldn't have the same effect. They'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And that, that's, know, where I, that's where I was going, because yeah. any right. jackhole with a Twitter account can pretend they are an insider or a dirt sheet writer. Yeah, and as we, we talked about, you I are just that, recycling what, what, news uh, that you get. Hold on. Let me finish. You are just recycling well, news that you get and stealing the headlines and posing it as, like, a question. Like, uh, survival. Survivor Series in what city? It's like Cleveland. It was already fucking broken like last, like yeah. an hour ago. So it's like, and then it's just fighting back and forth. And it's like, how do you discern the A from the B from the C to the D players? And who's just fucking around to try and like cause chaos? It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And cause, like, cause, uh, it, he uh-huh. sent like a text out, and it was the one person that I, he screenshotted something and it said like I do this because it's my job and he had like fucking 100 followers or whatever yeah. it was it's like it's, it's not, not your, your fucking job. job like it's not your job and Dave Meltzer Uncle Dave on the program when people were blistering him about shit that he was obviously right about and correct about and reported on the time and you know Bruce and all these guys that you know basically Dave you know made look bad because he reported facts make shit up and try to fucking discredit him and i've tried to take up for him because as a journalist especially with his knowledge of history and the obituaries and the business retrospectives and everything and he studies the numbers and all that stuff he's great Mm. and to make it worse these pretenders like craig said they they will make news stories or whatever out of things that they they wanted to happen so yeah. they'll see something play out, and they're like, well, I wanted this to happen, so it's wrong that WWE did that or AEW did that. I'm like, no, it's just you wanted this person to win, but you don't know how much money the other person that won was making for the company. Or maybe they're getting the push and not the person that you liked or whatever. We all want Finn Balor to win, right? He's not going to win all the time, so I don't get mad about it. I just know that's his position in yeah. life. You know, like that's just what he's doing. Like, but like some people will be like, well, if Finn didn't win the world title, then I'm pissed. And why? Why? And then they start well, saying, yeah. what a failure this was, and this wasn't working. That's no, it's just because Seth beat Finn, and you didn't want Finn to lose. But that's not bad, though. That's not necessarily those bad. Those are the dirt sheets that rule. And- and uh, that's 
that that's where it does make it negative not you know that it, it is you know the person's fault that's listening if you're gonna get too upset about it then that's kind of your fault but like like when bray was coming back and he didn't come back at like the two pay-per-views before extreme rules stupid wwe man it's like no one was even hyping you about bray like they weren't doing yeah. anything but telling you bray was coming back yeah and, and then the every time a pay-per-view forward. would end they'd be like yeah. fuck this shit no bray wyatt yeah, fuck exactly. you wwe it's like <laughs> they never yeah. said yeah and uh, like Reddit does a good job of, of the, my biggest issue with this kind of stuff is getting spoiled day of before when I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Give me the option to be spoiled or not. I don't mind if it's like, oh, we heard such and such might be coming back. But when it's like well, such and such is going to go over pay-per-view tomorrow. And, yeah. Uh, then it's like, be, I don't want to hear that stuff. No. Like Reddit does That's a good job. About, and yeah. anything with a spoiler on it, like it has to reveal like superstar backstage at SmackDown. That stuff makes me crazy. It's like, let me it have the me choice. Nuts. Nothing yeah. is, is worse than like, here's what's happening. They decided blah 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 before just to get the clicks like I, a spoiler I want, I want Andre, really I want Andre to come back and just say no spoilers no and I hate it in AEW too like not like AEW's fault but like the dirt sheets some of the, the, the reporters that ask the questions it's like they're asking questions outside of the world of K- I, I think they should stay in the world of kayfabe you're, you're supposed to be the, the more sport do you, uh, do you think I hate that, when uh, yeah, do you think Taylor like Swift for should, you wrestle, like should you wrestle Taylor Swift maybe what do you think of that like or oh. yeah something stupid like that was yeah exactly but that, yeah stupid shit like that or just like you think that was good for his character and how was he gonna be booked like don't ask stupid like I thought you want real pro wrestling don't ask those stupid fucking questions about like what are you gonna Tony Khan, what are you gonna do with this guy's character next or you know, stuff like that. Like don't ask those questions. Ask it in the realm of kayfabe. How was your match? Uh, you know, th- who do you wanna face next? Who do you wanna work with Dude. next? Who do you wanna program with next? You know? Just playing uh, devil's like, advocate I, though, I it, without some of those questions fuck, that are kinda fuck, halfway fuck stupid. That's how we're ending it. Whoa, whoa. Just to just to just to play devil's advocate without the without the dirt sheets and the questions that we get sometimes we wouldn't have had that gym by um by Christian a few weeks back. It's Brian from the Wrestling Observer. When did you... Uh, Great, like talking to Marks. When did you first see Nick Wayne wrestle? And what were your thoughts when you saw that first match? I've never seen Nick Wayne wrestle. Never. Do you wrestle? <laughs> Thank you. Do you wrestle? No. You don't wrestle. I did back in the day. But... I'm sure you sucked, which is why you're here asking me questions. I wrestled his father. But what you can, did you give a star rating tonight? Did you give me a really cool a star, star rating? rating? I did not give a star rating. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you wrestle? And that's the thing. If they he knew to, that he used to. Yeah. If they started to react like that, if we started to get more real stuff like that, it would be so much fun. If WWE would just do that a little we bit, I would. Of that. I'd be like, mm. So let's actually yeah. talk about that. That's a good point. So doesn't that prove the power of the dirt sheets by having these media scrums and having these dirt sheets? I feel like Christian's just them? having fun. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Like they, it's obviously they helped the business um, by giving them access. Didn't and- they try it? Didn't WWE.com have a thing where they had a column? For, oh, this is years ago. It was during the PG era where I think they tried having their own on WWE.com their own dirt sheet that they would post. I want to say <laughs> they tried it and it just failed because wow, you can't. Well, it's, not, it's, right not, it. it's not dirty if it's your own sheet. Yeah. Yeah. It's all leaking like information. That, that, that can mean so many DNA. things, Craig. Oh my god, it's not dirty. They're, it's they're reading the results like Bischoff used to and everybody else. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. our that's oh, our no, new slogan. That's the original slogan, dirt Craig. sheet was the one nine hundred ninety nine hundred, right? Like yeah. the wrestling hotline. Yeah. That was the original. God, you would pay them a dollar sixty five a minute. So much money on that. 
That's our and the, and the original the dirt sheet, by the way, uh, that we saw on TV was Eric Bischoff reading the results for <laughs> Raw, yeah. like straight up, like yeah. just oh, fucking them up. ECW had hotlines. WCW, yeah, I remember. Yeah, their yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to start announcing it the rest of the way. OWP, it's not dirty if it's your own sheet. That's kind of that's how every show is going to start <laughs> well, now. So. so the thing, and I, it, it, you brought our name into it. When we I, we're not a force or anything like that, I'm not suggesting that you know we hang up there with any of the other you know. We're not dirt sheets. Podcasts. We're not dirt but, I mean, sheets. We're we just, we specifically. I remember when we wrote fun. the opening, Dave, uh, cousin, and I, we were sitting, and I was just like, I, I think we should make it clear that we have no ties to the industries, and we're not dirt sheets because I don't want to be that because I think that I'm not saying we would probably get way more clicks if we gave in caved into that, but at the same time, like I always wanted, like we're fans and we want to talk about what we liked. And why we stayed wrestling fans, especially now that we're in our 40s. Like, I think yeah. that's an interesting story. It's not, obviously, to the mainstream people because they want gossip and dirt and bullshit. But, I mean, like, I think that fans in their 40s, how did you stay fans for so long? I think that's an interesting, like, thing. And the fact that we did this, po- we're still doing this podcast now. And uh, we still kind of talk about it. Like, in, we're passionate about it. Speaks a lot for the, the, the entertainment or sport, whatever you want to call it, a pro wrestling. And uh, I think that dirt sheets did keep a lot of people interested. I think that, you know, we are products of that to a certain extent. But I wanted to draw the line because I have a strong belief of we have no business there anyway. We don't know anyone in the industry per se. We've never worked in professional wrestling. We've never produced segments. We've not, you know, we could just talk about what we saw and how we reacted as fans or whatever. And we get passionate sometimes and talk about it, you know, like we know, but we don't. And that's why I really like Dave's intro. And I was really, I'm really proud of that every time I hear it. Because if anybody ever says anything, I'm like, listen to the fucking intro. Listen to it. We are not dirt sheets. So don't make us try to messed up. You were wrong on that fact. Listen to the intro. We're just talking. Fuck off. Like, you know, we're just fans like, like you. We're not any better or worse than you we're the same like and so we're not in well, so a lot of these pretenders out there are pretending like they know <laughs> it's my job like i couldn't imagine saying that it's, it's my job, job to watch wrestling no it's not it's job. It's not your fucking job like shut Even, up and a lot of them say that by the way i only my job it's job. Job. not a lot of them say that i only haul boxes at amazon for the insurance that's, that's why i do it i want to be watching this fucking Oh, and then that that from that page, there's another idiot on there that says NXT has to be the worst pro wrestling show. What are you talking about? Like you're on a so weekly stupid. basis. Like, How does that even make sense? <laughs> like you want to compare stuff? Like what are you talking about? Like you have no. But they know it gets some clicks. Did you ever watch yeah, yeah. WCW Uncensored '95? I don't think you have. <laughs> did you ever watch King of the Ring '95? I don't think did you, you have. Did you, did you yeah. ever watch did, WrestleMania did you nine? Watch the last six WCW pay per views. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you, then you haven't lived through that war. People say that because I'm like, bitch, I paid thirty dollars a month to watch Uncensored '95. Arcade ninety four, uh, Great American Greed. Bash ninety one. Fuck off! Like fuck you! Yeah. Like I, I lived there. I earned my stripes. It's like, just, it's just there, there's no, there's no, there's no real con, there's no really proof of concept. It, there's no quantitative evidence of anything that you're saying, and and yet you just you just spew it. Out. It's a lot of ignorance. It's a lot of. Um, it's it's a lot of things for clicks just to just to get people hot on the call. Yeah. There and right now us talking about it is giving them exactly what they want. Yeah, but yeah. it also keeps us all interested and the conversation keeps going and it's good to have a conversation starter outside the product itself. So 
Finally. So I, I know we didn't solve anything, but I'm glad I, I have been stressing about this topic for forever because I wanted to write a topic on it. I'm like, there's no way I can write a topic on it. What am I going to no, do? It's, 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 you just know, talk it through. Too much and it. then it's recently hard. we started the these little, you know, or shoot topics or our freeform topics. And uh, I was like, all right. So I know we didn't solve sheets. anything. Well, by, but I think, by the way, Jess, I mean, the, the next thing we're going to do probably down the line is wrestling gets real with these type of sheets and these type of reporters or even oh, yeah. reporters outside of the industry. That gets really, it kind of ties into this. It gets really interesting, man. So, so yeah, I know we didn't solve anything, but uh, think it oh, wasn't yeah. as painful as I thought. Like I, th- I think we all four said like different things, and I think I, when I wanted to base it around more of like this is why we're kind of here. Like if you just left it alone and you didn't want to know anything that worked behind the scenes, yeah. we probably would have left this behind when we were sixteen. We'd have been like, I'm too old for it. You know what I mean? But instead. Yeah. We were still finding reasons in the mid '90s to claw on and try it. You know, whether it was piling in my minivan and going to the pond when it was called then, the pond, or and when then the Monday Night Wars saved us all. Yeah, and the Monday Night Wars came along, and uh, ECW Uncle, came along, and here we go. You revived everyone's love for pro wrestling. Oh, yeah, 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 brother. Yeah, brother. Yeah, right, brother. Uh, <laughs> any closing comments anything that we missed real quick before uh, we... dirt seats are mostly trash nowadays um, and that's better yeah pretty much it they are that's true yeah. it's your job, Took your I, job. I, I would, I would say job. the top I'd say the top ones don't consider themselves dirt sheets they consider themselves legitimate media for wrestling and and rightfully so they, they do their jobs they dig, they really dig and they work a lot like, <laughs> you gotta re- like I don't I don't like to listen to Alvarez and Meltzer as an example but they do they do but they work, work really hard. hard they work incredibly hard they like really they try to bring you accurate Tommy's information they're not they're not trying to feed you BS and you know so I get it I just don't like it I, I didn't like say it actually in the episode so I'll say it now when I listen to wrestlers who are in the industry, a big critique of Dave is not his numbers because he does research and they're like, oh, I like that. He's a historical. Yeah. He's a historian. He's a wrestling historian, yeah. you know? Right. Um, and even Jim Cornette, who was actually a wrestling historian because Jim Cornette saved and wrote every fucking thing down, by the way. Jim Cornette, mm-hmm. just what he does. He respects Dave for that. They all don't respect Dave for... You know, Ryback said it. A bunch of other people have said it. And, and Ry- Ryback's kind of polarizing, so he's a bad example. But, like, there's a lot of wrestlers that said, he leaked something about me, and he, I, my phone never rang. And I didn't pick up my phone going, oh, Meltzer. Like, you know, and they're like, I just wish that if he was going to leak something about me or say something he about me. He could have called me. He could have fucking called me. And, me. and, like, he could have just said. And even if he wanted to leak the story and say, this happened, but we did reach out to so-and-so for comment, and they said this, he's like, but they never did. I do... I do agree and understand that's what a, that particular. That's, that's the shitty side of it. That's a good and critique. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that's how a lot of... So I would say, other than that, I don't think Meltzer makes shits up. Right. I don't think any of that. And Meltzer always says when Bischoff will start mouthing off a lot, he's like, man, it's so weird how Bischoff used to forget when he first got you know promoted to executive VP. He'd call me all the fucking time. Because like WCW had no fan base, they couldn't even do house. They canceled their house shows because they couldn't draw anybody. Like so, he would he called Meltzer and all them. Please start talking about WCW and the dirt sheets. Start talking about my acquisitions and what I'm doing and all that stuff or whatever. And then of course we, you know when Bischoff got huge because he beat Vince finally, it was like fuck Dave Meltzer, fuck all that. So Meltzer's first to, he fires back and he's like, listen, like you forget that you had my number on fucking speed dial when you needed me in the mid '90s. But then all this, now I make the shit biggest, up. Now you know. Biggest- the biggest mistake that Meltzer maybe made, made or, or maybe it wasn't a mistake, is when he con- he confronted. Just you talked about it when when Meltzer confronted Vince on a on that talk show. Donahue said that Vince Donahue ever said. since then it was bad, and he hated WWE, and he always yeah. talked shit about WWE. It went it went, yeah. it went sour from there. If he, had, I don't he know if he had kept his mouth shut or if, if Vince True. just would have handled it differently. True. Like if 
you know, that whole incident, I think, really messed up um, the, not say the directions, but definitely Meltzer with his attitude towards WWE. Everything is better than WWE since that incident, and it's, it's fascinating why that you, is. You can see you know? when any, uh, when, whenever he has to, like, not bash WWE, I guess they're doing good. I guess they're selling out arenas. I guess their storylines are pretty his, fucking his good, thing, actually. like, he's like, actually been a lot never... more nicer to them since, like, Mr. Levesque took over. And yeah. he's Who's been complimenting, because he hates Vince. So he's just like, well, it's been way better, like, on TV since you know who left. Which is also true. It still seems like he has a Which way. is true, it's not, yeah. It's not untrue. So. Well, I guess they're doing and, good. And didn't he say the only person ever offered him a job was actually WWF as, like, a consultant or something? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, didn't know that. Man. And by the way, this is eerie. So Dave Meltzer founded the Wrestling Observer in 1982 and started putting it in a print. What year did Vince buy the company from his dad? 1982. Yeah. And then Dave Meltzer's actually outlasted Vince. Like, it's weird to wow. think about. Like, it's really weird to way. think about. Like, how it's 41 years that. doing that at his fucking apartment. 41 years. Try to get back in. I feel like whenever you put an opinion out, that people there's always so much backlash for the things that you say and i'm <laughs> i'm curious when did you stop listening to all the haters um i don't know that i ever did but i mean i respond more than i probably should but like i respond you know i always think i'm responding because i'm trying to you know explain you know why this you know premise is wrong and use math and things like that and i think that the majority watching or, or watching this will go okay you know we learned something from this and there will be some who will refuse to learn and and i just basically block them and move on you, know, you get you basically get one chance you oh hey i didn't think of it that way that's a great response oh you know like whatever you know if it's some a negative thing you know trying to double down and it's like okay you're not interested in learning that's fine and i, mm -hmm. I don't have time now because of that well one of one of one of the greatest uh feats of yeah. the last couple of years of the dirt sheets was cleaning melter's office and we'll leave it yeah, there that's true <laughs> for audio fans give us a listen on apple spotify soundcloud iron radio and google podcast or watch our videos on youtube and at our wrestling channel on social media clap, clap, can clap, you clap, give clap. us on follow on instagram at nobody cares because they can't hear it anyway or on facebook at no one gives a crap because nobody shuts oh. the fuck up uh i'll talk to you guys later I'm not calling. I'm not calling on anyone. Five stars. How are you going to sell your OWB dirt sheets? Yeah, you almost came out. I'm not, I'm not 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 selling anything if you guys can't shut <laughs> your mouth. So let's stop it right there. Can't sell any T-shirts at all. Just oh, that's it. Can't sell. And stop. And stop.